0: So I'll just I'll do it myself, you know. Like just if you if you've ever been drunk before, just Amen. raise your hand. Don't don't do it aloud. Don't do it aloud. Just because I don't want nobody feel. But if you have been drunk and you aren't drunk right now, why aren't you drunk anymore? Because you didn't keep drinking. Right. 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 If you want to stay drunk, you got to keep drinking. That's why the scripture says. Don't be drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be being filled with the spirit. That's the way the Greek actually reads, be being filled with the spirit. And so we're going to talk some more about that infilling of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Just looking at my folks, see if I'm ready to greet my people. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. All right ready just want to take time to acknowledge each and every one of you that are joining us online through Facebook and through YouTube certainly um, we certainly welcome your presence to experience a difference of destiny one of the the things that we'll be talking about today is an area where um, much has been lost of the truth that has happened um, that the Lord has given to us about prayer that is energized, empowered, and worded by the Spirit of God. And so we want to share some of those truths with you and activate you in that area. Just continue to strengthen those things. If you were with us last week, you'll hear some things that we're repeating for the purpose of emphasis to make sure we drive drive it deep in you, and we pray that you be blessed by it. Amen? All right. So our uh, engaging increase through intercessory prayer. Um, We uh, have four objectives. Number one, to illuminate the authority of the believer and the power of partnership with the Heavenly Father through prayer. And this type of prayer is where actually um, we've learned some things about the importance of prayer and how important prayer is, but that it is really important that you know how to um, connect with God where he says, say this and you say that. Okay, now you might not even know what the words you said, what they mean, but just because you don't know doesn't mean they, he doesn't know what they mean. And because he knows what they mean, his angels know what they mean too. And so your spirit, the Holy Spirit, and angelic spirits know, but demonic spirits, they don't have a clue. They, they don't. It's, it's encoded language for them. So they're left on the outside of a kingdom conversation all right number two to identify ranks regions realms and regimens of prayer that bring God's will to pass in the earth all right three to invoke the wisdom willingness and work ethic to prevail in warfare prayer that overcomes darkness with the kingdom of light and I'll I'll put a commentary on this one today Um, I want you to know how when you don't even have the feeling and the motivation to pray, this type of prayer, the Holy Spirit, what, the scripture that we read in, in, in Romans, and I'll elaborate a little bit more on it today, talks about the Holy Spirit getting in there when you ain't really feeling like praying. Or when you're in a situation where you really are motivated, but you are clueless on what type. Remember, we talked about all types of praying right because in Ephesians 6 it says praying with all prayer don't mean you got all the prayer there is it says that it literally means all kinds of prayer and we've been talking very specifically over the past few months that there are many types of prayer and that you have to know the right one for the right situation well Pastor David I don't always know what the Holy Spirit always does And this scripture says that he'll get there in, he'll get in with you and then tell you what to say in that situation. All right. That's that's a good thing to say. Number four, to invite Destiny Generation Church into the birthing position as we intercede for God to move on our region with revival. All right. Um, So our scripture for today, we talked about and I'm just going to reference it. Ephesians 6 and 18. I'm going to read that one where it says, "Praying always with all types of prayer and supplication in the Spirit." In the Spirit, the Spirit has to be uh, be a part of your prayer life. You know, you could be praying and doing all the right things and really just be missing God, doing all the right things. You think of going through the right motions and still be missing God. Jesus talked about a religious Pharisee that came and he prayed and he was, you know, giving God his resume, all of the good stuff he did. And then um, this other person came in, didn't even look up to heaven, just beat his chest and say, God, have mercy on me. And he said that one that prayed for mercy got more than the person who who congratulated himself in his prayer life. <laughs> right. OK. OK. Jude chapter 1 only one chapter in the book of Jude um verse 20 and 21 and it says but you beloved building yourselves up on your most holy faith praying in the holy spirit keep yourselves in the love of god looking for the mercy of our lord jesus christ unto eternal life right and so what we talked about is last week we mentioned to you that you are a spirit you have a soul and you live in a body Right. You are a three part being just like God is a three part being. Okay, And so um, you have a spirit. That spirit part of you has its own voice, independent of the voice of your mind, which is the voice of your soul. And so and we talked about the fact that your body has a voice because it talks to you, don't it? It tells you when it wants food. It talks to you. You have some habits. Every once in a while, it reminds you of something you used to do and tell you you can go back there and get that. Yeah. <laughs> your voice talked to you. All right? And so, um, but your spirit has a voice. The thing that happens is, I can't hear God. That's because the voice of your soul is larger, louder to you than the voice of your spirit. Right. So right, one of the reasons why, as I talked about last week, is good to meditate as you go off to sleep, because when you go to sleep, your soul gets quiet and then God can talk to your spirit and you can wake up with answers that you didn't go to bed with. You know, but if you got to live in a noisy house and you got to let the TV put you to bed and wake you up, you're probably not gonna hear that. (laughs) I like company. God said he'll never leave you or forsake you. You got company. (laughs) Okay, but you're missing out on answers if you don't allow that part to happen because God can speak to you. I'll show you that one time in, in scripture in the book of Job. It says that God, when man goes to sleep, God starts to speak to man because when he's awake, God can't get a word in edgewise. Don't say it quite that way, but that's exactly what it means. That's the King David version, but it talks about when your soul gets quiet, then God can speak to your spirit. All right. Romans chapter 8, verse 26 through 28. Uh, I'm going to give you some some more insight on this one today. Uh, and it says, likewise, the spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Verse 27 says, Now he who searches the hearts knows what is the, mind of the what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to its purpose. Let me read that one again. I'm going to start at verse 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. The Spirit helps in our weaknesses. The Holy Spirit, remember I gave you the example last week of you being stuck in the road and you not having enough strength to move your car, and then somebody gets out of their car and gets behind and pushes with you. But imagine that's the strongest person that there's ever been. This is the same person who raised Jesus up from the dead. So when he pushed, he got a lot of pushing with him. Right. He helps in our infirmity. Right. Then we said, for we do not know what to pray. We do not know what we should pray for as we are. With all of the tools that we gave you on prayer. It's not always that you know the right one for the right situation, but your Holy Spirit helper knows. And so I just want you to know that they all exist. But I want you to be sensitive to the Spirit to see which way He's leading you to pray. Okay? You need to know them all. You know, I've been teaching men and you know, in our Men of Destiny, we had all those handouts and stuff. We just go through all of these different types of prayer. I want them to know them all. But in your situation, the Holy Ghost got to tell you which one to use. Because as I said before, if all I have is a hammer, everything started looking like a nail. Okay? So, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. I'm going to explain. What does that mean, groanings which cannot be uttered? Now he who searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the what the mind of the spirit is, because he makes intercessions for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. All right, I'm going to read that out of the Message Bible. And the Message Bible says, "Meanwhile, the moment we get tired in the waiting, Lord, Lord, Lord." god's spirit is right alongside helping us along if we don't know how or what to pray it doesn't matter he does our praying in and for us making prayer out of our wordless sighs, our aching groans he knows us better than we know ourselves knows our pregnant condition and keeps us present before god that's why we can be so sure that every detail in our lives of love for god is worked out into something good. All right, so some key points out of this this passage of Scripture I just want to share with you. First of all, the Holy Spirit sees us stuck in the road trying to push our car out of the road. Or he sees us stuck in the pit. And he jumps in with us to help us out. I'm giving you the context or the spirit. You know, some of us, he help with what our infirmities I could give you the Greek, but I'm just telling you what that word literally means is you in us you stuck in a situation and he jumps in there with you right we we've been reading um, and, and listening and watching on the news about those that soccer team in Thailand the other young boys who were stuck in a cave and um, you know, Elon Musk, the, who is the, the billionaire founder of Tesla, um, he said, hey, he tweeted, I'll send my engineers over and, um, you know, get you a submarine to help you out. But while he was tweeting, there was this guy that works for General Motors. Yes, that's General Motors. I can tell you his name, but it's, it's Thai, so I'm probably not pronouncing it right but it's room grid Chang Wang Yin. Did y'all get that? He works for GM in in uh, IT. And um, he's a launch manager at a plant for IT. And so he not only heard about it, but he, he didn't hear about it and said, I'm gonna send people. He came himself to the spot. And um, you know, the, the SEAL team is the experienced divers from the, the Thailand um, Navy, but they're used to open diving. Cave diving is different than open diving. So they didn't have the right experience they needed for that situation. And so he came in and uh, he worked side by side, prepped the equipment, provided the training, put the plan together, and went into the water himself to help the situation along. Now, that's what the Holy Ghost does. Your situation is so unique. Like, you don't have the experience with the thing you're dealing with. And even the people that want to help you don't know how to help you. You know, one of the guys, God bless him, he went in there to help them out. He lost his life, and they got out. Situations that we can be in are so in-depth That even the people who love you, they love you, but don't know how to help you. But the Holy Spirit is like that person that knows exactly what to do, how to get it done, how to plan it, how to coordinate it. And oh, by the way, he isn't sitting on someplace tweeting words at you. He getting in the water himself. That's the Holy Spirit. That's what this scripture is saying to you. I know you in situations you don't know how to get in. I'm in some, man. I t- <laughs> Lady Nedra was with me. I was on the plane. I was having a panic attack. Why? Well, I felt like things was closing in on me. My situation was starting to mess with my head. But the Holy Spirit knows. He isn't sitting on the sideline barking orders at you. He's inside you feeling what you feel. He helps with areas of spiritual, emotional, and physical weakness. In all of his strength, he experiences our weakness with us. He's not someplace out there. Y'all, you don't know what I feel like. I may not, but he does, because he's inside of you experiencing it with you. That's what this scripture says. With all the things we've learned about prayer, we may not know at the finest detail level how to pray through our most difficult situations. We may not know how to pray through our most difficult situations situations, and even if we did know exactly how to pray, we're not feeling like praying anyway, right, and so this scripture tells us that the Holy Spirit searches and sifts through everything inside of you and finds that seed of destiny, that deep implanted thing that God put inside of you for you to do. And in the middle of your situation, he calls that up and calls that out and helps you pray that thing through your situation. I don't know if that helped you, but I helped myself when I was getting ready for this, man. I helped myself today. He helps us to know exactly how to pray, even if those prayers are deeper than our human language. That's what it's talking about. In John chapter 11, when it talks about the fact that Lazarus died, it said Jesus groaned in his spirit. He groaned. I don't know if Jesus prayed in the spirit. I just told you he did. He groaned in his spirit. Now, he knew Hebrew and Aramaic and all of that, but he still reached a level where he stopped out of the natural language and spoke to God out of his spirit language. That's what it means when it says, sometimes, you know, sometimes your tears are a prayer. Now, I can pray in the spirit and I can pray in tongues and all of that. But sometimes I'm just crying out to God and he's got to turn those tears into language that heaven understands. Right. That's what this passage of scripture, it gives you that whole breath that there is times that these deep things that that are just so deep that it's hard to even utter some stuff going wrong with us. We don't even know the root of. Sometimes we upset and we don't even know why, because there's things that are hidden. I realize that some things that happened that, that was coming up, that the root of it is buried so deep, I don't even know where it is. So I got to spend some time with the Holy Spirit. Come on, let's. we need to talk about this one. I need some help right here, Holy Spirit. I I need some help. This situation is so deep, I don't even know why I'm reacting the way I'm reacting. I try to be logical all the time. I want to be logical and rational. I want to always be in control. I do. But there are some things that begin to push certain buttons in me that all my rationality goes out the window. The way First John says it is, fear has torment. Fear has torment. It doesn't have to be rational. It doesn't have to make sense. It has torment. It has ways of driving you that you know logically don't make sense, but you still can't quite get your acting. Am I the only one in here? I got stuff that happened. I'd be trying to calm, brother be trying to calm himself down. Fear has torment, has ways of managing and manipulating your behavior in ways that you cannot control. But the Holy Spirit knows how to get in the midst of that with you. Even though you feel like you can't handle it, that doesn't mean he can't handle it. And he's in the middle of these difficult situations with us. While we should know the word, it's okay to have a time of prayer that is too deep for words. It's okay to say, help me, Holy Spirit in those moments help me Holy Spirit I'm I'm giving you all these short I want you to remember this help me Holy Spirit okay because he's the one the Holy Spirit helps us that's what that scripture said didn't it? he jumps into the situation with us he sifts and searches out the things that's deep inside of us helps us understand it helps. And then says, this is what you remember. I said, destiny is this undeniable truth that God has an amazing plan for your life, hidden inside of himself and placed inside of you in seed form. He sits down inside of you and pulls that seed out and say, pray that. Pray this and pray that. Pray this and say that. Pray this and say that. You don't even know. Why, you know, I say a lot of stuff, but you ain't got to remember my list when you're in trouble. The Holy Ghost will go down, the stuff that you really heard and took in. He'll pull up the one thing you need. Because it's a sword of the Spirit. It's not you going out and get your concordance. It's the Holy Spirit deep drawing up out of you the thing that you need in that moment. All right, so you have to know that that's available to you and believe it and receive it so that you can call to it. I want you to know how to call to that thing. All right, the Holy Spirit within us boils over with groanings and utterance, utterances that empower us to succeed in our greatest moment of weakness when we're at our weakest. He says, step aside little buddy, I got this one. I got this one. Okay. I'm I'm sharing this with you because I want you to know how to draw it. I'm I'm trying to drill this one deep inside of you because when when you need it the most, that's going to be the time when your head will step aside. So I got to drill this one deep. That word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin, and sin against thee. So I'm trying to get this one real deep, cause when you really need it, all of the thoughts are gonna pass out of your head. Your mind can go to mush. I mean, you know. Had a young man on my at work that that works for me, and all of a sudden he was having an epileptic seizure, and. Uh, all of the stuff I'm supposed to know about, you know, emergency stuff, my mind went blue, 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 blue. It was gone. It was gone. And uh, I was trying just to call emergency. Not the 911, the implant emergency. You know, we so big, you can't call 911. There's so many buildings they won't even know where to go to. You slow it down by calling the people on the outside. We got special trained people on the inside. And um I can't find a number. Now, it's on the wall. But I can't. I got my phone. I'm trying to get the number, but it's on the wall. Can't find a number. It's right there in front of my eyes. Can't find it. I'm trying to get this stuff so deep inside of you such that when you can't find a number, it'll still rise up from the inside of you. That all right? Yeah. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is the one who helps us that way. These utterance that we have as we ask him to help us, as he comes in alongside of us, helps us to push the weight of our vehicle, helps us to navigate through this dark cave that we feel is closing in on us. That's why we can know that all these things we face will work out to our good. Because we love God, and we're dedicated to fulfill his purpose for our lives. Does that make sense? This is is the real, that's what that passage of scripture is actually talking about. All right? Now, that prayer of the Holy Spirit, part of that, part of those groanings that he gives us is praying in the spirit. I'm going to skip down media team to the end where I gave you remember our scriptures and we we did and I'm just going to skip some of that um, from 1st Corinthians 14 that we talked about last week and I gave you three key points of prayer in the spirit so let's go down there three key points of prayer in the spirit and this is out of our passages in 1st Corinthians 14. Hallelujah. Three key points of prayer in the spirit is a list. I'll start it here. No, they'll, they'll catch me. Hallelujah. Number one, a believer must receive the baptism. All right. Okay, I'll, I'll go with that one. Three key kinds of tongues in this in scripture. First of all, we said just while you stayed and you can keep that up. We said a believer must receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit to pray in the Holy Spirit. That you're entitled to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but we have to ask in faith and then the prayer. Hallelujah! Baptism of the Holy Spirit and prayer in the Spirit is part of the power force of your spirit, man. All right, these are the things that we talked about last week and why how important that is then we told you three kinds of prayer um tongues in um three kinds of tongues or tongues in the spirit in scripture number one is your personal prayer language we talked about those that pray other people don't understand them but in the spirit they speaks out mysteries because they're praying to god okay all right so that's us talking to god but the thing we're talking about some of it is stuff that's so deep in us that God wants to bring out of us, but if we understood it, we would run, not walk, in the opposite direction. So some stuff God has for us to do is so, is so deep, we, we don't even get it. And so he has a way for us to work on things with him without knowing everything that it is. I talked about the fact that we get to work on camouflage cars and we working on a car and don't even know what it looked like. All right? And so God has a way for you to work on stuff that you don't know what it looks like, too. And that's your personal prayer language. Number two, we talked about um, a communique from God, right? Just like our phone can make outgoing calls, it can take make incomings. But if I get a, a message for the congregation in tongues, somebody's got to be there to interpret it. For us to understand what everybody what what is meant by what is said okay and then thirdly finally we talked about tongues spoken or heard in a human language that has not been learned naturally we talked about on the day of Pentecost they was all speaking in tongues but everybody heard them in their own language everybody heard what they were saying and heard them praising God in their own language, and it was a lot of languages there, but everybody heard it and understood it. All right. Now, um, some practicalities. This is the list, and, and I'm going to seven practical praying in the spirit practicalities. Got that? Hallelujah. Number one. If you have believed you received the Holy Spirit, you can pray in tongues, but God won't arrest your mouth and make you speak. Okay. Most people think that they got to learn how to pray in the Spirit. No, you got to learn how you have to learn how to let go and get your soul out of the way so that the, the words that's in you will come out. Okay by the way that letting go so you can hear the voice of your spirit man speaking out that's that's the place that you hear god speaking to you as well right so those two one is an action of speaking another one's an action of hearing but it's hearing and speaking from a different place than where your normal thought patterns come from because your normal thought patterns come out of your soul and not your spirit all right number two you have to open your mouth and speak. Trust the process and the person who gave it. Jesus said, nobody asking for bread, if you're asking for fish, you won't give your child a snake. You won't do something bad to them if they're asking you for someone good. Okay? So you have to be okay and trust the process. Sometimes people get all bound up. And they think, well, there's something wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with you. you just used to you being in control. And this takes you out of control. That's all. You're used to you being in charge. That's all. Ain't no wrong with you. You ain't broke. You not. You just used to you mo- you running things. And for this one, you can't run it. <laughs> okay? So you have to learn to trust the process. All right? Number three, when you when you have spent time praying in the spirit, pray also for understanding. This is the way I like to say it. God, I just prayed out some good stuff. Now, what is it? I know this was good because you gave me the words. I know it was good. Because you don't give bad gifts. Right? So I'm at, I asked God, I'm praying in the spirit, and what did what did the apostle Paul? Let him that pray in the Spirit, pray also that he may interpret. God, you have given me words to pray in the Spirit. Now I'm asking you to translate those words from my spirit, man, to my soul at the right time and in the right moment. Help me to unfold the destiny that you have put inside me. All right. Um Then trust the witness of your spirit, man, and the voice of God that is guiding you, that is giving you guidance in line with the word you know and the direction of credible spiritual authority. Now, sometimes you'll be doing that kind of praying, and then you'll hear my voice. That's okay. It's really God talking to you, but he's going to sound like me. Why? Because I'm anointed. I'm not just saying that. When Samuel heard God, it sounded like his pastor. God will bring back to your remembrance the things, the word that I'm giving you. And he'll pull back all of all of the things you you remember, the one thing that you need for that moment. That's why when you pray in the spirit, slow down and be sensitive and see what starts to bubble up. Right. I was having an attack and I couldn't do nothing about it. And then the Lord just started to bring up certain things. Remember that scripture? Yeah, I remember preaching it. I said that, didn't I, Lord? Yeah, that was good, wasn't it? It was good for me, too. I had to eat it just like y'all have to eat it. The husbandman must be first partaker of the fruit. I got to eat what I'm cooking just like y'all got to eat it. Okay? Holy Spirit will will begin to guide you. Number five, because your mind is unfruitful, it will want to wander you'll be praying in the spirit and then your mind will start thinking about a bunch of silly stupid stuff so one thing that I do is I fill it with pictures hey I just I'm believing God's gonna do this I just imagine God working things out as I'm praying in the spirit and that helps me to stay focused that's just a practical thing now, if you're super deep and just pray in tongues while your mind's wandering, then do you. I'm just telling you. But this helps me. <laughs> okay? I'm just giving you some. Why? Because you need the empowerment that comes from praying in the spirit, and you got to find a way to stay focused. Right? Because it's like exercise, you know, I find that I do good with a trainer, I don't do good by myself. Okay? Having some discipline and accountability, I find that having music playing helps me. I can do a lot because the music just distracts my mind while my body's working. These are things I've learned. It's a practical way that I do something that I know is beneficial, right? Number six, often having good worship music helps. But make sure you don't start jamming. You understand what I mean when I say jamming? Sometimes we can get out of praying just focus on the music. Music get too good. Some music can be too good. I'm like, nah, I can't play that one. I ain't going to be listening to God. I ain't going to be talking to God. I'm going to just be enjoying the music. Right? Pray in the spirit. The apostle Paul said, I will pray in the spirit. I'll pray my understanding. I will sing in the spirit and sing with my understanding also. So worship music is a key part of what can help you in this area number seven now this is a practical one but i have found this one to really really work people don't really understand it and this is number seven because your mind is unfruitful you can pray in the spirit while mentally doing other activities so when i'm in a meeting where i seriously need god's help and direction i'm talking to them but under my breath I'm praying in tongues. God, I need help. So I'm carrying on a conversation with them, but under my breath, they can't hear it, but God can. You know, if you look at me real close, you might see my lips moving, but you got to have to look real close. So I can be talking to them and they talking to me. I'm carrying on a whole conversation in tongues. You know how ventriloquists, they they looking at you smiling, but under their breath, they're really saying something and, and the words are really coming out. I'm just saying, I'm in places where I need decisions beyond my natural mind. So I got to know, Lord, which way we going to go with this. You know, I'm I'm making decisions now. I don't get this right. All right, number four. At the moment, I'm sorry, I skipped number four at the moment you pray believe that you receive it you know i get excited at christmas before i even know what's in the box okay hallelujah i trust my father and mother would give me something um, something good in line with what i wanted i said something god but i meant something good something good in line with what i wanted i trusted that they would do that all right and then the last one I was really talking about was that we um, you can be at work doing work, doing things that are mentally taxing. And because your understanding is unfruitful when you pray in the spirit, I can pray in the spirit and be asking God while I can be talking to you and him at the same time. Now, for, for, for the believers that work for me, they know, oh, David, I'm talking to you. And I said, I, I said, I'm listening. I'm just, I'm listening to you, but I'm listening to him, too. Because this is really deep stuff. I can't, <laughs> I can't miss it. You know, listen, listen, listen. I, I get this in the area, you know, you know, people, there are engineers that go to jail. There's a lot of Volkswagen folks going to jail right now. Did y'all know that? They did some stuff. they went to jail i'm working in the areas where people go to jail so my boss looked me in the eye this week and said we ain't going to jail over this no i ain't planning on going to jail boss but i'm praying in the spirit because i can't get this wrong i can't i need to do this right i need to do it right i need to be right so I'm talking to them, but I'm praying to God because I want to get this right. Right? And so I've learned that you can you can pray in the spirit and still be carrying on. But you can, now I can I can pray in the spirit and be carrying on the conversation with you just, just as well. Because my understanding is unfruitful. So me and you, I can talk to you and deal with you and my understanding, but be praying in the spirit. And then I slow down and listen. And whatever the Holy Spirit highlights. That's the direction we going in. Got it? Now that's real practical. I'm gonna tell you that'll work. That's road tested right there, baby. <laughs> that's not my it's not my first ride at the rodeo with that one. Okay. So I just want you to understand that this praying in the spirit thing, you know, one of our one of our key distinctives is that we believe that, that we are a spirit-filled, spirit-empowered church. But being Spirit-filled and Spirit-empowered is not being spooky. So I want you to understand how to flow with this thing in a way that's very practical and how you can work this thing and walk it out in your own life and in your own situation. All right, let's stand. Did this bless you today? Yes. Hallelujah. We're so grateful for those of you that are watching online as well. We pray that you were encouraged by the things that you've heard today. Information is available to you on how to, um, how to receive and, um, sow into the thing that you've heard today. So please, please, as the Lord leads you to do that, do so. Remember, God has an amazing plan for each and every one of us. He put his plan for us together before The foundation of the world, which means it happened before any thought, habit, mistake, or misfortune overtook your life. So often we try to get things together with the Lord, and then we say, once I get this all fixed, I'm going to come to the Lord. In fact, we can't do that. That's why we need to come to the Lord. So while our heads are bowed, eyes are closed, believers are praying. If you'd like to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, would you just show me that by raising your hand, and then we'll just pray a prayer with you about that, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, the second thing that we second appeal is that um, maybe you are a believer, but you've allowed hurts, hindrances or habits to get in the way. Or, you know, the Lord really dealt with you and you see that you're you're dealing with some situations and you're asking specifically for God to. Forgot the Holy Spirit to jump into your situation as dark, as murky, as heavy, as big as it is, and guide you through and out of it. That's you. Show me that by raising your hand in Jesus' name. My hand's up too, y'all. I'm in some situations where I need God, the Lord to Holy Spirit to guide me through these. Amen. All right. Um, The last third appeal, not the last two more appeals, third or four, is maybe, you know, you've heard the things about the Holy Spirit, but it was clear to you today about how to receive the Holy Spirit. And you're asking the Lord, you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You want to speak with other tongues. Maybe you are filled with the Spirit, but you believe in to speak with other tongues. Remember, Jesus said, you know, our next series, as we come out of this, we'll be ministering on faith principles of faith one of the things that you do in the prayer of faith at the moment you ask something according to God's will at that moment you believe that he heard you and you believe that you have it all right so maybe you're a person who is believing to be filled with the spirit or you have been filled with the spirit because you believe you receive when you ask but you're believing to speak with other tongues as the Holy Spirit gives you utterance that's you and you're, want us to pray in agreement with you on that one. You can lift your hands and just let me see that in Jesus' name. I see your hands. Okay. And then finally, 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 I'm always instructed by the Lord to offer Destiny Generation Church up to our our friends, guests, our visitors. Um, I'd love to be your man of God. And even for those that are watching online, I believe that God has raised us up to be a light of spiritual social and economic empowerment that brings transformation to our city and to surrounding regions so i'd just like to get some information to those that are here that are interested in membership in destiny generation church it's not hard we don't put a whole lot of requirements on you there's some things we want you to know just so that you can flow effectively with us and we can maintain the unity of the house if that's you you're interested in getting membership information certainly you can uh show me that by raising your hand in Jesus name and if you're online and you want to get some information please direct message us at our Destiny Generation Church um, Facebook page and we'll get back with you as well amen come on let's say this together Heavenly Father I come to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior come into my heart Lord Jesus I believe God raised you from the dead just for me thank you for receiving me into your your royal family. Heavenly Father, Jesus told us that if we ask you, you would fill us with the gift of your precious Holy Spirit. I'm asking now and I fully believe that I have received it at this moment when I pray. I fully expect to speak with other tongues as your spirit gives me utterance in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, you see the situations, the circumstances, the complications that I face right now, things beyond my strength. But I'm asking you, help me, Holy Spirit, Help me, Holy Spirit, help me, Holy Spirit, to come through, to pray through, to walk through, to grow through every situation that I'm dealing with right now in the name of Jesus. All right, now we're gonna take some moments here and just pray in the spirit. You can pray in the spirit. Just lift your hands, open your mouth, pray to God. Just. Bring the thing that's weighing you down the most. Bring it up in your mind. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Ask him to show you how to pray that thing through. Ask him to guide you. he can dive into those murky waters with you situation with the Thai divers the situations was so was so intense that they sedated the young people because they didn't want them to panic and lose their air when they were in those difficult situations. Have you ever been in a place where you felt like you were losing your air? The Holy Spirit understands all of that, y'all. I want you to know that He feels what you feel. You just have to invite Him in. He wants to help. Lord, I'm taking this one for me. I'm ministering to your congregation, but I'm asking you to help me. Lord, you see the difficulties that I face as a leader in General Motors and as a pastor of Destiny Generation Church. Sometimes I feel like things are closing in on me. But I'm asking you to help me, Holy Spirit. You see your people you know them person by person you have the customized plan you have the experience and know-how the strength that has the stamina the tenacity to pull them out of the intricate situation that they're in you're about to boil over in their situation with your victorious power You see them, you see their houses, you see their families, you see their marriages, you see their finances, you see their relationships. You see their spiritual, their mental and their physical capacity. You see the weakest points in their lives. You see the difficulties that are so deep, they even hate to even utter it. You see the thing that torments them to the point that they are not even rational when it affects them. You see the areas of their lives where they cannot even control their own behaviors. Holy Spirit, you're there, working it all out for the good because they love you they have accepted the call according to your purpose. Thank you that you're pouring in your strength, that your strength is made perfect in their weakness, that your grace is sufficient for each and every one of them. You know what to do. And you know how to do it. So I'm asking you to move on in that way. In Jesus' name. Now, if you believe that you received that, go ahead and praise Him. Thank Him. It's always customary, good manners, to say thank you if you receive the gift. It's always. Say thank you. You received the gift. He's here with you, He is here with you. those of you that are watching us online just know that you are here with us and in our hearts you may be seated just like he's here and you are able to hear my voice you can hear his voice and he can hear your voice and he's wherever you are in your situation so trust him to speak and to move in your life and in your situation today all right we will be here Tuesday so we'll see you next time. God bless you. Hallelujah. All right. Lady Nedra's is going to make her way here. She we're doing uh, devil duty today. Hallelujah. A lot of things are going on. Amen. And we're so glad. Do you want me to go ahead and do the announcements while you're? Okay, why don't you bring them up on the screen and I'll do that. Hallelujah. The destiny announcements. I'm not going to say it as nice as Lady Nedra does, but you're going to put up with me too. All right. All right. This Tuesday night, um, Tuesday empowerment Bible study will continue on with dynamics of destiny relationships. Good stuff is coming out of that. So um, I'm looking for you on Tuesday night. All right. Foundations class. We decided just to pick it back up in the fall. And uh, for our next class, and uh, so I want you to get ready for that. You can purchase the books uh, for $20. Go back. Right. Right. Actually, we're going to do, and it says, it says the 27th and 28th, but we finalized our destiny 4 conference on friday on saturday the 28th saturday the 28th only our media announcements out there minister john has uh um, done a graphic and a uh, video please share the video with your people that you know just go out to the video that you'll see out on destiny's um, Generations Facebook page you'll see a video out there please like it and share it we want to invite people now we go, we're doing some things that's a little unique and different with this one we really want to convince our young people and reach our young people with destiny right so they why is that so important because we don't reach them that then the church goes to heaven when we do and I want the church to be around here long after I'm gone in Jesus name that's why we that's why we're doing this and um, we also need as a congregation to grow our church with that age group and so um, we specifically not that I I didn't say people that's outside of that age group is not important so don't hear what I didn't say don't hear what I didn't say but we need if we're gonna really make the ministry be what it needs to be we need to have solid representation of each generation okay so Be praying with us on that. I think that's it, right, sweetheart? Um, 6 p.m. We're doing it early because it's just Saturday only, so it'll be 6 p.m. on Saturday, the 28th, right here. So it'll be me, Minister John Davis. Pray for him in his absence in Jesus' name. Keep him lifted up this week. Hallelujah. And uh, Minister Leo Robinson, and he's bringing with him a group of young people. So we're going to leverage some of his group of people and then we're going to minister to them. And So just pray for us that we would have wisdom on how um, to reach these young people with the difference of destiny, right? Okay, let's stand. Saints, I want you to stay encouraged. I pray this message, I really pray You know sometimes there's messages that I have with a bunch of content and I just I do that because I want um, I'm fighting against the tide that I see in the church where there's a dumbing down of the faith so I give you a lot of information but I try to have ways to make it to make it where it's easily received and relatable but this thing about the Holy Spirit jumping in with you, I just need you to get down and believe that one. I could, I could have gave you a bunch of Greek, and I could have done it a different way. I just want you to know that when you feel like you're in the middle of the road trying to push something that you can't push, that he'll push with you. When you feel like you're in a cave, and the water is coming in on you, and, if, and, I, and you feel like you're about to drown, and you closed in, that he'll get down there with you and guide you up out of it. And I just want you to know that if you ask him to help me, Holy Spirit, that he'll do just that. If you got that, today was a win. He shoots, he scores, nothing but net. (laughs) You got that, then you got today. You got what we needed to know, all right? I just want you to leave this place encouraged, feeling that you are empowered with the power that you need stay in the Lord y'all remember he gave you both his muscles and his weapons but you got to stay with him the power is only step remember what Jesus says: stay connected to the vine you can bear fruit if you stay connected I just want you to walk with him this, this week all right father in the name of Jesus I thank you for your people this is your church You said upon the rock of revelation of who you are, Lord Jesus, you would build your church. These are your people and the sheep of your pasture. Lord, I thank you for each and every one of them. It is always my endeavor that when I stand in front of them, that I stand prepared to minister what thus says the Lord and give them a word of strength and empowerment from your eternal word in a way that they could understand and know how to practically apply once they leave this place so I believe Holy Spirit that you'll take the things that I shared and cause them to drill deep in their hearts so that they would know how you are making yourself available to them to help them through every situation that they face I don't have their answer but you do and I can point them to you thank you for working with and allowing me to speak your word in ways that bring them the truth that you are here with them and that you are rich when they you are rich to help them when they call upon you you promise that if we believe on you, you will not allow us to be put to shame. No matter what we have to go through, you will get us out to the place that you have for each and every one of us. We pray that both for those that are here and those that are away. We know some are on vacation. We lift up, we prayed for them last week, but we lift up Charles Buffington II as he travels to China. Just lift him up to you. Thank you, Lord, that you're protecting him. Whatever he faces, he does not face it alone. You are there with him. We call on you for that. We pray for our destiny for a conference. We pray for the people that will come to our church to be a part of this event. That you would cause them to know this amazing truth that we have come to know. That you have an amazing plan for each and every one of them hidden inside of yourself and placed inside of, in seed form inside of them. We pray for the speakers, myself, Minister John, Minister Leo, that you would move on their lives. Clarify, consecrate them to yourself so that they can speak as thus says the Lord to your people. Now, Lord, as we go from this place, but not from your presence, we declare that your righteousness goes before us. The glory of the Lord is our rear guard. Your angels encamp round about us. The blood of Jesus Christ covers us. The arm of God is upon us, and your favor surrounds us with a shield. We dwell in the secret place of the most high abiding under the shadow of the almighty and underneath are your everlasting arms. The fruit of your spirit grows within us. We hear your voice behind us saying, this is the way walking. Surely your goodness and mercy follows us and the blessings of God overtake us all the days of our lives. Our enemies come out against us one way and flee in all seven directions. No temptation has overtaken us for such as is common to man. God, you're faithful. You will not allow us to be tempted above that which we're able, but will with the temptation make a way of escape so that we're able to bear up under it. Now say this with me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for making us a church for all colors, a movement for all people, and an empowerment for destiny in our generation. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.